0: Hello and welcome to a Geisy Radio podcast special. I'm Colin Robertson. Today we're facing certainly difficult and uncertain times, but we'll of course get through. So we want to look back on a great afternoon at Nethermore, back in 2016. You can help us to ensure that we can keep the club going during these difficult periods where we've obviously lost revenue from all the postponed matches, so that we can ensure there are many more afternoons just like the one we're about to listen back on. To do so, you can help by donating to the club via eventbrite.co.uk. Just look up Geise AFC. Uh, full details are on our website, Facebook and Twitter pages. You can also donate directly to us at Geise AFC's bank account. Uh, the sort code is 402228. The account number is 0004. So that's a sort code of 402228. And an account number of three, one, 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 zero, 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 four. So, to Saturday, April the 30th, 2016, when the Lions needed to win and hope the Halifax dropped points to survive in the Vanorama National in our first season. Defeats away at Macclesfield Town and Boreham Wood in the preceding matches meant there seemed very little hope for Mark Bower's men. Here's how it all unfolded through the ears of Geisey Radio. Ball played forward from Stephen Trench into the penalty area, chested down by Danny Hall, picked up here by Adam Boyce towards the left-hand side of the penalty area, gets it back in. The Dickinson! Oh, Nicky Bartle! He has put the ball in at the edge of the six-yard box! Has Nicky Bartle turned this game round and perhaps, possibly sent Geisey through to the Vanarama Conference? Good afternoon and welcome to Nethermore. It is D-Day for the Lions. Only a win will really do this afternoon, and guys, they will be relying on favours from Macclesfield and Welling if they are to secure a second crack at the Vanarama National League. Last week's defeat at Boreham Wood, coupled with results elsewhere, leave the Lions a point away from safety and relying on their rivals to slip up. Forum face welling away. Halifax travel to Macclesfield, and Altrincham face Braintree. We'll be across all three games. The Lions have an uphill task to remain in the top flight of non-league football. And hey, we never have done things the easy way, have we? Now, one bit of good news is today's visitors' talk here guaranteed safety. That in itself is remarkable for a team that looked dead and buried. The wheel is spinning still for Geisley, and we here at Geisley Radio don't hear any fat ladies just yet. The Great Escape is very much on. We'll be here for every moment. Tweet us at Geisley Radio and hold on to your crockery. It's going to be a tense one.
1: Northburn goes for goal Oliver oh, Norman what a hit all of 35 yards out he had the sight of earlier that is an absolutely stunning strike
0: Good afternoon, or should I say good evening for this rather delayed uh, kick-off this afternoon here at Nethermoor. I can tell you now the weather is clear, it is bright, uh, there's a bit of a chill in the air, but uh, we are all set for a good game of football this afternoon and it could not be more crucial for the lions this afternoon only a win will really do and then we are relying on results elsewhere to go our way well the teams uh, are in this afternoon we'll just have a quick look through the tour team in gold brendan moore then aman verma daniel butler ben Gerring, courtney richards exodus gear Hagen, toby ayala Luke Young, Sean Harrod, Nathan Blissett and Sam Shaney. And I apologise for my pronunciation if that was wrong. Uh, you can tweet us this afternoon at Geisley Radio. If we do mispronounce anything, do let us know. On the sub bench today for Grant, uh, for Torquay, Grant Fisher, Josh Rees, Danny Raki, Kevin Nicholson and Andre Wright. So Ke- he's
1: named himself on the bench. Yeah, well, why not? Last why game not? of the season. Also, Danny Raki, somebody that we had on trial in pre-season as well. We played against Austin, Albion I think it was that we had in pre-season. He was also on the books of Halifax earlier this season and has uh, publicly said he'd be quite happy to send us down. Geisley team is in and in goal. Stephen
0: Drench, Ryan Tulson, Ben Parker, Danny Lowe, Jake Lawler, Adam Boys, Will Hatfield, Ollie Johnson, Rob Atkinson, Adam Smith makes a long overdue return and Anthony Dudley. Uh, on the bench, Adam Lockwood, Tom Craddock, Gavin Rothery, Dan Atkinson and Emil Sinclair. So I guess the headline from that is no James Hurst, no Oliver Norburn. Well, that's the, that's the team that's uh, been put out by uh, Mark Bauer. And of course, uh, last week's results was very disappointing. But we did speak to Mark after that game. P- possibly an afternoon where everything that could go wrong has gone wrong. Results and wise,
2: we're in the bottom four tonight. Thoughts after today's performance? um disappointed on many different levels really um you know, i' said before can't rely on other results we had i mean the second half today we just had so many chances to not not just draw but win. should have been outside should have been three four one um but again an absolutely scandalous referee decision with a handball for the penalty everybody in the ground seen it everyone on the pitch has seen it and how we cannot give it is is beyond me um he's the same referee that we had at Welling who turned down another stonewall penalty um, but even then we, sh- we should have scored with the chances that we had completely dominant we should have scored goals and if you don't take chances you end up in, in this position that we're in and, and we're falling into the bottom four um, having not been there all season it- it's-, it's-, it's you know, a hard one to take but we're there and the only thing we can do now is go and, and win next week and-, and cross our fingers that things go our way elsewhere Second half performance
0: was... Full of a lot of energy, a lot of, of drive. And, you know, like you say,
2: we had all our best chances in that half. Um, do you do you think we were missing that in the first? I think we're a bit nervous first half, and you know, games take a little bit of time to settle. I thought we were scrappy there, probably as a home team, and um, you know, they, they were probably a little bit more on the front foot than we were. But even then, uh, apart from the goal they scored, I can't remember him creating anything or cutting us open. I a a few words at half time and, and obviously came out with a bit more purpose and um you know within two, three minutes of the second half kicking off we should have been two one up. Um, but yeah, we've got to take our chances, you know. When you're coming away from home you might get two or three chances and you'd be ruthless and take them, but we've had we've had glorious chances. Keepers pulled off a couple of worldly saves, hit the underside of the crossbar, should have had a storm, you know, penalty and just got to pick ourselves up and, and go again and um, bitterly bitterly disappointed but we'll, you know we, we, can't, we can't think it's over we've, we've got to go and, and um, look to get the win next week and, and put the pressure on the other teams that are in the same boat as us and obviously it, it comes down to that that last fixture then against, against Torquay how do we set ourselves for that we've just got to win got to win we've just got to go and win we um, there's no, you know it's not a case of worrying about what's going on elsewhere. We we just got to go and, and win the game, and um, if we create the chances we had second half, we play like we did second half. We should do, but if we're not going to stick it in the net, it's it's going to be it makes it so difficult, and um, you can't really you know fault anything else. You you look at the game as a whole got in so many good areas, so many good chances that it's just that final touch, it's deserted us for a majority of the season and it, it's really has, has stung us today
0: We uh, here at Guysley Radio we've uh, enjoyed, we have uh, an extended team, part of that extended team is Radio Yorkshire's Tom Feeney Tom, you were there at Chorley a year ago you remember it well, you and I sat next to each other and embarrassed ourselves in a press box um, what are the chances of a repeat this afternoon Tom?
3: Well I think we're
4: going to embarrass ourselves whatever happens but I mean, you know, look it's ju- it does feel, you know, we were speaking beforehand and you said that it felt like it was almost that half time where we were 2-0 down, it were our backs against the wall and it feels like that already, we need to get a result today and hope, you know, hope and pray something goes our way elsewhere but got to say, you know, credit to Macclesfield, it looks like they've put out their strongest team available so... You know, maybe they'll be able to do as a
1: favourite at Halifax, but it, it's going to be a tough game. And you look at the Torquay fans, they've come as minions, and, you know, they're, they're going to enjoy the day. Hopefully, we'll be able to get the three points and they can have their fun elsewhere. Are,
0: are you sure they're minions, Tom? Because their top is yellow. I, I, mean, I saw minions. Be, oh, right, they might just be wearing dungarees, you don't know. <laughs>
1: I will say that I went on the Torquay Twitter, and they have said that they were planning as minions. So <laughs> from brilliant. this area, yeah. I'm not sure. But it doesn't like it.
0: But look, there's a lot to go through. So what I'm going to do now is I'm going to hand you over to my colleague David Kendrew, who's going to take you through all the last day permutations. David Kendra here from Geisley Radio going through the permutations for the final day as Geisley face Torquay in the Vanarama National League with survival at stake Altrincham are the side in most danger they need to beat Braintree and hope that Geisley fail to win and Macclesfield beat Halifax if they're to survive Geisley need to better the results of both Halifax and Altrincham in order to survive now a draw might be enough if Macclesfield get a result at Halifax and Altrincham don't win at Braintree Halifax mode to win against Macclesfield will keep them up a draw might be enough if Geisley lose and Altrincham don't win if Macclesfield beat Halifax Geisley lose and Altrincham fail to win then the shaman would still survive Get a draw or a win, and Geisley beat Torquay, and Boreham Wood would be relegated. A draw for them, had already relegated Welling, would be enough to secure survival, providing both Geisley and Halifax don't win, while a win absolutely guarantees it. Kidderminster and Welling have already gone. Get it? Got it? Good.
1: I don't know who that chat was, but he was much more professional.
0: (laughs) Much, much better. Um, We are (laughs) talking... (laughs) We've been talking about our extended uh, Guysly Radio team and of course one of the uh, regular voices that you'll hear on Geyser Radio is uh, Nick Keefe uh, and he's joining us this afternoon. Nick, how do you feel about this afternoon?
4: Uh, horrible. <laughs> I mean, Pessimistic, do- doesn't Nick. Doesn't everybody? <laughs> <laughs> Cutting R- edge radio, <laughs> radio
0: here. Cussing edge radio. Edge radio.
2: Yeah, horrible. <laughs>
0: right, but come on, we've got a chance. This is half-time at Chorley, isn't it, Nick?
4: Yeah and this is how I sounded then <laughs> as well. <laughs> you're
0: never going to be able to show your face in the club shop again are you?
4: I haven't been able to for the last year <laughs> Every time I've walked past Mark and Danny for the last year I've been accused of doubting them and giving up too easily So no it's fine, it's a beautiful day, good turnout Let's get three points against the team playing in their flip flops And take relegation on the chin with grace So wow. you're,
0: you're, not, you're not particularly hopeful of a result from, uh, from Macclesfield or Welling? this afternoon
4: well I, I, I if i felt hopeful then i'd be disappointed come full time whereas if i keep it this way and and it does something unexpected does happen then it's not nice it? but well i've spent the whole day in the white rose center it's hard to feel too cheerful about life <laughs> <laughs> no
0: how the is. Uh, i should also say nick stood right next to his fiance there so that is dangerous dangerous talk Well, there's a lot going on, and more today, earlier today, the uh, chairman of Guysley AFC, Phil Rogerson, signed the Army Covenant with Warrants Officer Stephen Ingle, and we tweeted about that earlier, follow us at Guysley AFC, but uh, also happening today is the presentation of the Craig Shearston Supporters Club Player of the Year, and I spoke to Treasurer, uh, I spoke to Paul, the Treasurer of the Supporters Club, earlier today. Uh, David Kendra here for Geisley Radio. I'm here with Paul, treasurer of the Geisley AFC Supporters Club. Uh, he's uh, selling 50-50 tickets and Supporters Players of the Year uh, nominations at the clubhouse this afternoon. Paul, how are you feeling? Uh,
4: yeah, pretty, uh, pretty good. Myself, um, everybody I sport into today, we're all confident that we can, we can win today. All the results go for us and we stay up, obviously, because you know, we've had a, a very good season. We've enjoyed every minute Wherever we've been this season, we've been welcomed. It's been tremendous, and we want it to carry on.
0: Fantastic. And certainly, uh, Guiseley have enjoyed some fantastic support this season. We took, uh, I think it was 113 we took to, uh, to uh, Boreham Wood uh, the other week. So uh, I'm, I'm sure the players have, have uh, appreciated that. And also, there's the, you've, uh, nominated the, you're nominating the Player of the Year Award uh, this year. Tell us a little bit
1: about that.
4: Yeah, we uh, we we do it every um well we've done it for the last 3 years now uh, doing the player of the season award. Um obviously we're doing it differently this year because it means more because it is will, it will be called the Craig Shearston Supporters Player of the se- you know p- season. And um we j- we just felt it was fitting to do that. Um we've had the trophy re re-enamelled, re, re- well it's completely a, a new a new design on it, and um, it looks very good. And uh, hopefully um, the player who gets it today will will appreciate what, what's behind it, actually.
0: And uh, just finally, Paul, uh, w- prediction for this afternoon, uh, scoreline.
4: Well, um, as long as it's a Geisley win, honestly, I'm not bothered. A 90th-minute winner will do me. Let's just stay up.
0: But the teams are making their way out onto this Nethermore pitch for this most important of games. Three points is all that is required, is the least that is required. Come on, you lions, is all we can say at this point. A win and favours from elsewhere. We'll see Geisley secure a second season in the Vanarama National League. Taking you through this afternoon, Chris, I'll just ask you for your final thoughts before this game and then we'll be joined by your match commentator, Colin Robertson.
1: Yes, cheers, Dave. What a what an afternoon. It's a beautiful day here at Nethermore Park. Can Geisley get that all important win though? That is the question. I think we've got the capability of doing it. There's some players on there that need to stand up and be counted there though. And if we can uh, get that win, we'll be keeping an eye on scores elsewhere, of course. But Colin, a big afternoon for Geisley.
0: Yeah, thank you, Chris. It is indeed a huge afternoon for the Lions here at Nethermore, sunny Nethermore where uh, our visitors from the seaside on the south coast have arrived and uh, are in party mood, having secured their own safety. Can the Lions join them in the party tonight? It's an absolutely huge occasion. uh, But, more, there is fans clustered around every part of this ground as the referee and the players shake hands and the home crowd begin to urge their side on that trip down to Torquay back in the early parts of this season the Lions drew 1-1 it was a Liam Dickinson penalty on that day but really in truth Chris we should have won shouldn't we on that (laughs) afternoon
1: how many times can we say that that definitely was one of those games there on the day we only got a point when we really should have had all three because the first half we we absolutely dominated and um, as you say we we, should have come away from the south coast with all three points it is a vastly different Torquay side now though to the one we faced back then
0: so let's just go through those two sides then For the Lions, Steve Drenching goal Ryan Tulson, Ben Parker captain Danny Lowe, Jake Lawler, Adam Boys, Will Hatfield, Ollie Johnson, Rob Atkinson Adam Smith and Anthony Dudley On the bench, Adam Lockwood, Tom Craddock Gavin Rothery, Dan Atkinson, Emile Sinclair No place for Oliver Norburn No place uh, for Hurst either James Hurst is uh, also missing From this uh, squad For Torquay They line up as follows Brendan Moore, Amon Verma Daniel Butler, Ben Goering, Courtney Richards, Exodus Geo Hagen, who scored the goal uh, against us to equalise uh, in the return fixture. Toby Ajala, Luke Young, Sean Harrod, Nathan Blissett, and Sam Cheney. And on the bench, Grant Fisher, Josh Rees, Danny Rackie, uh, Kevin Nicholson, the uh, player manager, and Andre Wright. Just to uh, touch on that lineup, Chris, what do you make of the Geise section? I'm sure you've been talking about that in the build up, but. That could be a big loss, couldn't it, Norburn and, and Hurst today?
1: Yeah, well, we, we, we'd, we'd been hoping to see James Hurst come back. You know, we'd been told that he'd missed the last couple of games in, in preparation, hopefully being fit for this one. Sadly, that's not the case. As I said to Dave earlier, for me, not seeing Oliver Norburn on that team sheet is frankly a massive disappointment. I'm absolutely good because he's that kind of player that can keep possession and just keep things ticking over in midfield. And as I say, we can only presume it's an injury either picked up in training midweek or in the warm-up today, but... He's a big loss, and there's some players in that that are going to have to really stand up and be counted. And this is a real chance as well for Adam Smith, of course, making uh, a long way to return to starting football.
0: So we get ready to kick off. Torquay playing in all are going to be shooting from left to right, where we sit towards the bowling end green of the ground. The Lions attacking the railway end in white shirts, navy blue shorts, navy blue socks. Referee today, Ian Husson, just doing the final checks before about to blow the whistle. He's going to be assisted by Mark Cunliffe and Ian Gittins, the fourth official today, is Benjamin Speedy and immediately Torquay punt the ball long towards the edge of the 18-yard box looking to get Sean Harrodin to play it's headed out and it's going to be a Torquay throw ball short to Hatfield from the throw and it goes long now there's a header on, Oli Johnson clean through a goal, 1-1 with the keeper, tries to lob the keeper he no! can't be kept out, Oli Johnson gives Geisley the lead after five minutes it's the Lions who have most blood in this all-important relegation battle.
1: Geisley 1, talking nil. Get in there. Perfect start for the Lions. Ollie Johnson almost had too much time. He goes to lob the keeper. He gets something on it, does Brendan Moore. And you think he's going to tip it over. And then it drops, it dips just in front of the crossbar. And that is the perfect start for the Lions. Geysi leading by a goal to now. Yes, get in there, Cole.
0: <laughs> 85 minutes to go. I hate to be the Blow bearer the of bad news. Blow the whistle, ref. Full-time ref. you have a throw. The lead back in uh, September didn't last all that long. It lasted about five minutes, so uh, this one hasn't reached that yet. you have a, another throw in on the left-hand side. It's Exodus Geo Hagen, who got that equaliser, a scramble in the box. Back now with Ben Parker. He chipped the ball towards the edge of the 18 yard box, headed out again by Goering. Ben Goering, a local lad from Torquay, came through the Argyle, Plymouth Argyle youth system. Proving himself to be a very solid, combative centre half so far. Ben Parker now on the ball for the Lions. Plays it forward. Up towards the back post where Smith is chasing. It's somehow cleared by Torquay. Brilliant piece of defending. But the Lions pick the ball up once again with Dudley. Trying to feed it through towards Boyce. Boyce not giving it up. Forcing the uh, pace and the tempo. The Lions hassling and forcing Torquay into areas now. Low. Chips the ball into the box. Over. Ollie Johnson who has outstretched arms and saying, why don't you play it into my feet? The ball out of play now though as Ajala tries to get out of his own half. And Guisey win the throw. Yeah, really good
1: pressing from Guisey at the moment. Just the one of the goals so far elsewhere. Uh, Southport, one, against the nil.
0: Now the ball over the top. Boys into the penalty area. Out to the left-hand side. He's been forced away. Gets it across the face. of goal. Guisey yeah. out. There's a second. Will Harald have, have the second goal? And it's Adam Smith after boys as the creator. And Geisley have a second goal in this game. It's the Lions 2, Torquay nil.
1: Get in there, Geisley! A brilliant start. Really good play as Adam Boyce pulled it back across. And there was the man I mentioned for candidate of player of the season. If he keeps this up, surely he's a shoe in Will Hatfield to get the second goal for Geisley. Geisley leading by two goals to nil.
0: Brilliant. I thought it was Adam Smith in there. Will Hatfield, are you sure on that? Uh, yes. I couldn't see. There was about three or four guys just in front of me stood up brilliantly because <laughs> the ball trickled to... Hatfield inside the six-yard box. And we all knew what the end result was going to be from that point onwards. Geise now lead 2-0 here. What a huge afternoon. And it's so far working out so well. We'll keep you up to speed with all the scores elsewhere. <laughs> Nothing happening elsewhere so far. And you keep looking at your watch and you think, there's another five that have gone and it's been about 30 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> Good entertainment for the neutral, but it would be a neutral? Atkinson battling ever so hard. Wins the ball. Brings it up to the centre half. The centre half brings it up to the halfway line and then the free kick is given for a, a nudge on him. But brilliant work again from Rob Atkinson. Super work to uh, win the ball. And a free kick now for Guisey. Inside their own half. Stephen Drench coming up to take this. So only a matter of two yards from the edge of the centre circle. Always makes me nervous when he does this.
1: <laughs> it's inside the Guisey half. Don't get too worried. It is in the Guisey half. <laughs> but it's because of the delivery that he's got you watch this one go straight out of play yeah. I've said that playing a high line though Torquillo Drench
0: lobs it up in the air up towards Dudley he's never going to win that up against Gio Hagen he's absolutely massive Gio Hagen Dudley gets second phase though under pressure from the centre half and it's whipped away Atkinson alive to the danger of Sean Harrod again on the counter-attack plays it to low now low few options chips it forward to Danny uh, for Ollie Johnson cuts in field three around him Ollie Johnson does well but doesn't really find a, a player in space and it'll roll all the way through to the left back Daniel Butler up to the halfway line now Atkinson battling to try and win it but it's flicked on Ben Parker tidies up he helps it forward and uh, in the end garing's got the header but it's not a firm header and it's picked up now by boys into Hatfield, Heffels lets it through Dudley through a goal, goes past the goalkeeper 3-0 3-0 to Geisley a brilliant cool finish from Anthony Dudley and the Lions have what surely must be a convincing if not an unassailable lead, what
1: a start from Geisley Geisley 3, talking 0 wonderful stuff from Anthony Dudley again got himself into the right position onto the end of the perfect ball and he just took it on the keeper, left Brendan Moore on his backside. He'd given up on it as soon as Dudley got round him. And he sticks it over the line before defenders can get back. The Lions lead by three, goals to nil.
0: Joe Hagan, sure, is it three minutes to do here for added time? Three minutes? Did, uh, I completely up? missed that. Not quite sure what the added time is. We'll just have it to was 2
1: or 3 we think.
0: It's into the uh, Torquay area. And once again, Sioh Hagen has just lofted the ball out of play. As long as the ball stays down that end for it, I'm happy. Yeah, exactly. Could be important. 1-0. 3-0, uh, sorry, to <laughs> Geisley. 2-0 to Boreham Nil 0-0 so far in the game between Hackers, uh, Macclesfield and Halifax. Ball goes forward. It's chested down. Oh, and a free kick has been given against Jake Lawler. Against Nathan Blissett. And that uh, is in a dangerous position. It was just a punt forward. Lawler's protesting. He's not happy at all with that decision. And I, I must admit, it's not didn't look like he had much of his uh, hands around Blissett at all. But the referee has seen something. Free kick it is to Torquay. Very dangerous position. It's these sort of things that could be just changing moments. Game-changing moments. We have to be very wary of these last moments here in this first half. Free kick to Torquay. And it's a, a long ranger. There's four-man wall just on the edge of the D. It's very central. Stephen Drench just organising the positions and the shapes. This one's going to be taken. Butler goes over. Drills a very good one in, but it's well held by Stephen Drench. The goalkeeper holds on to it. And that's the last action of the first half. And just listen to the response from the home crowd there. Absolutely delighted with the effort and the endeavour that has been shown by this geyserty side that have raced into a three-goal lead. Ollie Johnson after four minutes. Will Hatfield, a simple tap-in after ten Brilliant work from Adam Boys and set up that goal. And Anthony Dudley on the half hour have given Geisley a thumping three goal cushion in at the break. But it doesn't rest on us anymore. It's all down to what happens at the other games. And what happens there is crucial in determining whether the Lions step up. But the real positive is that Geisley are doing their business. And we can ask no more than that from this afternoon underway we're about to get underway rather at uh, here at Nethermore for the second 45 a brilliant first 45 minutes from the Lions 3-0 up and they've hit the woodwork as well it could genuinely have been more but and this is the big but just on the stroke of half time Halifax scored at home to Macclesfield and as it stands the Lions would be relegated this evening should the scores stay the same Halifax 1-0 up Borhamwood 2-0 up at Welling the Lions 3-0 up Here against Torquay, and we're back underway. Geising now having to do a bit of defending here because Atkinson's under pressure once again, and again, this pendulum with Torquay in this uh, game just for the moment. Ben Parker now under pressure from Ajala, does well to prevent it going for a corner, only knocks it out for a uh, throw in for Torquay. Torquay take the throw, taking the ball into the box as well from Verma, ahead of him, into the back of the net, and it's Blissett who's got one back for the goals. And Guisey have a huge uh, moment here. Stephen Drench is uh, trying to hold on to the ball there for a moment. The referee comes to separate him from Harrod. But that could be a big goal this afternoon.
1: Guisey 3, Torquay 1. Well, it's come at a really bad time, hasn't it, as well? Early in the second half and Torquay have got a goal back and have given their fans something to shout about.
0: And now it's a a throw-in for Gio Hagen to launch into the box once again you just feel if Torquay were to get this second it would become very nervy here as well Gio Hagen just up from the corner flag on the right hand side, plenty to aim for, lofts this one in, headed on, in the box it's loose, Ajala goes, he knocks it home goal to Torquay and it's now a second for the goals and Geisley have conceded once again a scrappy goal from a set piece and it's Torquay United, who now, having been 3-0 down at half-time, have the momentum, and it's now
1: Geisley 3, Torquay 2. And there's still half an hour to go. Geisley are doing their best at the moment to throw away what hope we had. They've not sorted themselves out in the second half at all. They've looked shaky from set pieces, and again, that, the ball just dropped in the box, scrambled around a bit, and was just stamped home by a yellow shirt.
0: Oh, for a season that would peter out peacefully. 20 minutes that will decide the fate of Guisey's season now. So with the Altrincham trailing 3-0, Borehamwood winning 3-0 at Welling. Macclesfield and Halifax locked at one each. Guisey winning 3-2. I do feel there's going to be one more change in those positions, isn't it? You feel there's going to be a scoreline shift. We've got to make sure we do our bit here.
1: Oh, uh, Mackles hit the post in Ball's game. inside
0: the area and it's helped away by Butler Now, guys, you have to watch out because the counter-attack could be on It's picked up here by Boyce Boyce stretch it through Dudley, through a goal 1-1, Dudley, 4-2 Anthony Dudley has scored, guys He's fourth this afternoon Could that be the goal that keeps the Lions up?
1: A super strike, cool finish Guisey 4, Torquay 2. Anthony Dudley racing through, putting it beyond the keeper. 4-2 to the Lions. We just can keep this going. But it's completely and utterly still out of our hands. And that's my worry.
0: Huge, huge, huge 15 minutes now. Especially
1: considering Macclesfield have hit the post in that game but they're also roughly three minutes behind us. At We're going to be listening
0: in, aren't we, potentially? To Gary square again now, to Butler. Everybody inside the Lions' half. As the visitors press, looking to get back into this game for simple purposes of pride, it goes across to Harrod. He takes a shot, and it's 4-3. A ball simply into the box, but he just didn't follow the flight of it defensively, and it found its way all the way through to Sean Harrod. And Geise again find themselves reduced to a single goal lead in this game and Sean Harrod couldn't have had an
1: easier chance than that it was a great finish, take nothing away from the finish though, smashed it on the volley but Geis- we don't do things easy here do we, like succumb a two goal lead back to just
0: the one 3-0 up in this game, this would be horrendous to lose out because we didn't win it but at the moment Torquay are back again in their pomp and their ascendancy after guys, who had a little spell just leading up to the goal. And now Torquay look like they're going to get back into the Lions' half and press once more. They look the more likely of the sides, two sides to have scored the whole of the second half. Ryan Tilson tries to block the cross. It comes back in. He has a hesitation. Blasted over the bar from close range. I think it was or Gering who got there. Guisey get away with one right at the death there. It was a decent ball in towards the back post, but the Lions just didn't follow the flight of the ball again, probably miscited by the low sun. Once again, that time, Torquay should have been level.
1: Quite right, they should. They had everybody in as the ball came out from the corner, sent straight back in by the visitors. Somehow somebody got in touch on that to put it over the top of the crossbar. Stephen Drench didn't move. He was living very, very dangerously there. As were guys like. Ten seconds,
0: and then it stoppages. Ten seconds, and uh, we'll find out how much we've got to hold on for because at the moment that's what the Lions are doing. Five. five minutes goes up. Sinclair through on goal. The ball goes through as everyone watches the five minutes and berates the referee. I don't know where he's found five minutes from, but the ball goes forward again. Headed up in the air by Atkinson. Earth has he found five minutes from? No idea.
1: Uh, to be fair, four goals, three uh, three substitutions for Torquay, two for Geisler. You're oh. talking 30 seconds to pop there. At the same time, Sinclair almost went through
0: and goal, but couldn't reach the ball. And then now it's a throw in. And every time the ball goes out for a throw, anywhere near about it's, 40 yards up the goal, a corner. it's a set piece. The throw will come. Gia Hagen will launch. The tension. Again, unbearable. We've had 45 seconds of the five added. Gia Hagen again lofts this one in. Guys are playing into the low sun struggling to clear their lines. They managed to get it away with Jake Lawler but only as far as Gia who gets it back into the box again. A shot way wide from, ha- from uh, Harrod. He uh, went to spin and hit it on the half volley but uh, he got his lines wrong this time. Harrod has been absolutely superb. He went down injury injured for a a few moments there. There's going
1: to be a Geisley sub, but unsurprisingly, Adam Lockwood's going to come on. If ever there was a time for needing a head and clear at centre-half, who you need to head and clear it. And it's Anthony Dudley who has put a great shift in. He's absolutely run his socks off. He's been on the score sheet not once, but twice in this game. He bows out with a brace.
0: Neil Sinclair hesitates. One back by Rothery. Throw in for Torquay. Up and long immediately. And away. Sinclair picks up a loose ball here. Up against Juhagen. Spins on it. Goes to the left-hand side. Tries to use his pace to get past Verma. Verma on the ball. Plays it back to his fellow centre-half, actually. Danny Rackie, who can launch this one long once again. Four out of five have been played. Torquay set themselves to come forward one more time, perhaps. Danny Rackie tries to pick the ball out back here to Goering, Goering, long ball forward, the Lions struggle to deal with these all day, dealt with by, all the second half rather, dealt with by Atkinson picked up now by Verma, again the Lions set themselves on the edge of the 18 yard box Atkinson gets a firm header in Sinclair! Boys needs to hoof it away Sinclair needs to earn his corn here and win the ball, knocks it on, lobs it on and then uh, chases after it, goes back to the goalkeeper, goalkeeper blasts it out, looking to get to right, right misses it, and uh, guys just battle to try and keep it from going out for a throw and they do and it's going to be a lion's throw with 10 seconds of the added five we wait to see what is happening at halifax we wait to see whether we can hold out this last minute or so guys he managed to clear four minutes still one each the lions need to hold on still the game goes on the ball cleared sinclair needs to chase referee looks at his watch 20 seconds over the referee still doesn't blow his watch. Five minutes doing? into stoppage time. The ball forward again. Jake Lawler wins the header. Referee blows the watch. Huge cheers around, Guisey, but the celebrations are premature. We need to see what happens at Halifax. Tremendous performance from Geisley this afternoon. Four-three victors. Two, two minutes to still to go at the shade. Well, two minutes left to go, and we'll, we'll keep you with that until we find oh out my God. what's happened. But Ollie Johnson has uh, cut us off to a flyer. He scored after four minutes. Hatfield after 10. Anthony Dudley after 30. We thought we were home and dry, but in the second half, it was a resurgent Torquay United that came out. Nathan Blissett scoring after 52. Toby Ajala after 60, and then Sean Harrod after uh, 76. But he only brought it back to 4-3 because Anthony Dudley had scored the goal that made it 4-3. We need to wait and see, though, what is
1: happening at Halifax. Chris tell us it is still 1-1 they are into added time there is by my <laughs> reckoning to the final minute and, Ma- and Halifax have hit the post in added time as well
0: you can feel a funny sense around the ground nobody's going anywhere there's not a single guisey fan that has left i think we're waiting to uh listen for this final score there's agonizing weights around the ground everyone's tuning in to twitter to the internet to bbc 30 to
1: seconds of any time left
0: Joining off my sources. goodness me this is agonizing guys they could be staying up if if halifax don't score in the next 30 seconds it's finished welling nil boreham wood three finished woking two eastley one everyone in agony here At Nethermoor, hoping it's a big, big if yet to come. We wait and hope that there is no further score. Finished here, if you're just joining us, it's finished here. Geisley have won by 4 3. Then we're hearing, and it's finished. Geisley, oh, up Geisley, oh, in the final over Nashville again next season. 80 Towers, Charlie's over here. Have done the miracle, we have overcome the crowd. Come on to the pitch to celebrate yeah! the Lions are playing battle over yeah! national football next season. Yeah! Geisley are going to be here again. What a superb afternoon here at Nethermore! what that he'll live long into the memory. A pitch invasion now.
1: Halifax go down, Geisley. Yeah! have survived we are staying in the national league thank you very much macclesfield town where do we send the flowers and champagne we send them to moss rose absolutely unbelievable here we
0: have a crowd charging onto the field celebrating and i tell you what i just want to spend a moment here to reflect what wonderful opponents torquay united have been there was no question they were on their holidays today. They really <laughs> battered us that second half. But Guysley have prevailed. Guysley are staying in the Vanarama National. This is absolutely super. This what is- an afternoon. madam done- boys now, uh, fantastic, absolutely fantastic occasion this afternoon. But did you ever doubt that uh, we'd, we'd hang on
5: to that 4-3? It was so, so tight. Uh, it was one of them games. We always do it the hard way, and um, like last season, we did exactly the same, but obviously it was for different reasons. With all the game, I was said that you could see someone slipping up today, and we had to go out and do what we had to do, and that's what we did, luckily Halifax were the ones to slip up.
0: What, a, what an open game. How hard was it to uh, stretch that game so much? I mean, you were pushing forward and then defending it must have been really hard work this afternoon
5: yeah it was pretty similar to the Wrexham game I thought we were well on top first half and obviously we found out the score at half time Alifax winning the lads were a bit down like they expect. obviously we had to raise it up and we found out they equalised the we are staying up say we are staying
3: up
5: yeah it gives a little lift and obviously we managed to see it out in the end luckily go on go on and
0: enjoy it Adam it it, brilliant. Out of no problem,
3: mate.
0: and now Danny Lowe absolutely superb afternoon for the Lions yeah, just, what a roller
3: coaster just a mix of emotions I think it probably typifies the season really when we played well and got in front we've never made things easy for ourselves and when obviously we've been playing well we've gone behind and again had to do things the hard way So, but the main objective this year do you know what I mean we've got a, a, a part-time squad lads working things like that the aim of the game was to stay in this league and whether it's done midway through season second last game of season last game of season It don't really matter as long as we stay up and that's what we've done. Credit to lads. I mean, we flirted with relegation down there for quite a while but we've always managed to stay up, but shows your character, the lads. The first time we've been in it this went in it last week, the first time we've been in it and we're straight back out of it. So I mean you can see what it means to our fans as well, Joe. To be fair, fans have been used to like um a lot of success but we've obviously new to this league they've had a lot of negative games and uh, gone away probably unhappy with results but we're new to this league and now we've just got to build on this and but first and foremost we'll enjoy this day Listen. and then you yourself you have put such a committed performance in this season but today bodies were on the line it's got to be done aren't it Do you know what I mean you just there's no point feeling sorry for yourselves we've, we've battled all season but Sounds like a cliche, but this, you're fighting for your life today. It's no two ways about it. There's no point coming off of that game thinking, oh, I wish I'd have done that, wish I'd have done that. You've just got to throw your bodies in front of it, block, get shots off. And the lads, I mean, we've good sloppy goals away again today, I would say, but you can't excuse it today. You just get caught up in the emotion. And some like, lads have been moaning that we don't take us chances, but today anyone that came the way, the lads up top, stepped up big time for us, and what a day. What a day. Enjoy the party. Cheers, mate. Right now with Jake Lawler.
0: Jake, what an afternoon. How was that to play as a football
4: game?
0: Well, yeah, at half-time we were sort of, obviously, winning 3-0 and we heard that they were uh, winning both teams, so we sort of, I think that killed us a little bit and we sort of
2: thought maybe, maybe it's not going to happen, but we heard that rumours they were joining sort of kicked on from there so can can leave it late like in the playoffs as well we leave it late but
0: great feeling what a feeling what was it like at the final whistle you're stood on the field you don't know if you've done enough or I- I- yeah. if it's not it must have been a horrible two minutes or so yeah it was horrible one of those And I was sort of half expecting Halifax to just nick one at the last minute but want to be and what a feeling again absolutely amazing brilliant enjoy the party cheers cheers Stephen Dredge now.
5: <laughs>
0: shaking hands to Bob Jeffrey there. What a superb occasion this has been for the club in the end, but agonising uh, game of football to watch, and I tell you what, your last minute, say, that save late on, could that have been the difference?
5: Uh, it's obviously turned out of the way, I'll be honest, it's hit about it right I've been lucky enough to get in something in the way of it, but I think the last couple of weeks, and probably over the season, that little bit looks deserted really, so it's probably fitting that it's come on the last day, but we don't have to make hard work of it, but at the end of the day, we've got up to the line now. Our objective at the start of the season, whether we'll add from it, was or not, was to survive in the league, and that's what we've done, so fair play to everyone.
0: It's an absolutely superb occasion in the end, but uh, that second
5: half after 3-0 up, playing into the low sun, how much did that affect the defending? Uh, it, it was really difficult to be honest, I mean, we've, uh, this is the, the time of night that we usually train and obviously when we thought it was an half-five kick-off, I'm thinking well, it, it could make it a little bit tricky and obviously we've probably seen from a couple of goals first half due to that and a new second half, it would be difficult but at the end of the day um, we were backs against the wall and they did get back into it and we did look shaky at times obviously nervous due to the occasion but uh, then Dutch strolls up and, and calmly strokes one in the corner for us, so Obviously, it's a massive team effort. It's obviously Bowles, Bosch, Martin, Ada, yourself, Bob, ev- everyone. It's a massive effort from everyone to stay in the league, so it's, uh, it's a big day for the club.
0: And, and no-one could deny the, the absolute commitment and effort that was put on this pitch over the over the 90 minutes this afternoon. It's just, just, just epitomised it. But
5: of course, yeah. I mean, um, we've been a bit disappointed, especially Mud last week. Um, things were said at half-time and we got a reaction, but it wasn't enough, but... There's no way today anybody could have faulted our effort. And, and, and I'll be honest, on the pitch, we didn't know what was happening elsewhere. We just had, we all bow said to is that we have to win the game. And if we do our part, then something will happen. He's been proved right. You've got
0: to enjoy the party tonight, Steve. Enjoy it. I
5: will do, Carl, I will do. <laughs> Good, man.
0: Now joined by Mark Bauer after the 4-3 winner against Torquay. What a season. And what a way to finish it in the end. Um,
2: reflections, first of all, on that game. Um relief at the end of it, I think. You know, it's uh, not just a game, but the last few weeks it's been... I felt. You know, I felt some sympathy for the lads because I don't think they've deserved what, what they've had in terms of a bit of misfortune, some poor decisions going against us. We just had to do what we did today, been into them all week, saying that, look, we go out and win the game, we'll finish with 40, 49 points. In 10 years, only one team has gone down with 49 or more points. If we finish the season, having lost 19 games... Um, nobody's been relegated in a in a 2014 league, having lost that, that number of games. So go out and do that, and the other stuff will take care of itself. And just about, um, it did, um, the lads gave us everything. You know, it got very nervous, second half. It was a real, I think, half-time came, and, and the game was so, almost felt done, really, uh, in terms of how well we were playing, and obviously 3-0 up, and, and the lads are bouncing in the dressing room, and all of a sudden, the halifax result comes through, and... And, and you could see them visibly deflate so we had to work on trying to get them going again but a little bit flat second half to start with, a bit nervous and um, it took really until we sort of heard that, that Macclesfield has scored I think to just just get us going again which, um, you know, credit to hockey, they've been playing well and, and they put us under a lot of pressure, that, that long throw and set piece they've got some giant, giant players Um but ultimately that bit of quality duds, you know, boys with a fantastic through ball and duds with his composed finish, took it really well, just give us enough of a cushion to to see out those last fifteen minutes. But yeah, ultimately it's relief at, at, at the end of it. It's been been a tough few weeks. It's been a tough season. But these last few weeks have been really hard and it's uh, it is a relief to get it done but I think we've got a good basis to improve and, and look forward to next season. And then
0: at the end of it you get the result. You gotta wait on the pitch and uh-huh.
2: and wait for the other or the result
0: to come through. So what's that feel like to you and the, and the players?
2: Never never had that before never been waiting for a result to come through like that so it was you um, didn't know what to do, just sort of aimlessly walking around the pitch really shaking hands with them and uh, done all that and then you just sort of stood staring into space looking around, does anyone know anything and then obviously the cheer comes through and and yeah, massive, massive weight off the shoulders and, and relief more than anything else last year was different, more euphoric and uh, this year, I think in more relief because I think we've done well enough to to not be in this position. I think we we'll learn some lessons in order to improve ourselves for next year. Having drawn 16 games, I think it's obvious that you know if we can just get that little bit more ruthlessness in in both boxes, it can make a massive difference to us. Um, you know, ultimately we end the season. I think we've only lost one more game than Macclesfield, and they've they've finished comfortably in the top half. So we've got a base of a good side. Obviously, there'll be comings and goings over the summer. Um, but we look forward to it, you know, some some big teams coming into it again and, you know, a great league to be a part of for a club like ours and, and we look forward to it. Must have been a hellish week, they're building up to this game. Boreham Wood was such a, a difficult one to take, wasn't it?
0: After playing so well and, and coming away with a defeat and it really feeling like just uh, at the very end of the season we, we dropped into the bottom four. You must have felt the, the fates were against you.
2: Yeah, yeah, it was, I think we said after the game, it was one that summed up the season in that, you know, we had opportunities to to, be, to win the game. Uh, a shocking refereeing decision, you know, didn't help along the way. Um, and, yeah, it had been taken out of our hands, so... It was a real disappointment when, when we knew that we, we should have been in a, in a better position. So, but that was part of what we we how we approach it this week. Getting to the lads, telling them if you get that 49 points, if you finish you know having only lost 19 games, you will stay up. Something will happen to make you stay up. And they took that on board and, and did it really well. But no, it's been it's been horrible the last couple of weeks really. And I thank my wife and my kids that that they've um, they've tolerated me really because it's been you know I don't think I'll have been any fun to to live with. Um, last thing on you on your mind at night when you go to, to sleep and the first thing you're thinking about when you wake up in the morning so I think it's worth be, worth being part time in, in that respect as well because you're not with the players and you're Saturday to Tuesday before you see them and, and you get a certain amount of time with them but um, you know we we, we came into the job nearly three years or two and a half years ago now and, and set out a plan first year to consolidate next year to get promoted and, and this year to establish ourselves in the league and you know, we ticked those boxes. Now it's time to to push on and, and build on what we've what we've put in place, and uh, look forward to doing that over the summer, and, and look forward to some good games again next year. I know when you talked at the beginning of the season that sort of fifth from bottom. If you were offered that at the beginning, of the year, you kind of would have taken it. You've done it. Yeah, yeah. I just just think that you know there's that nagging thing there that we, we should have been more comfortable, and, and I think people that have come down. I don't think you know on too many occasions people have gone away from from the home games feeling like we've not put a shift in feeling like that you know that 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 were really part of it any more than really we have done in the conference north because you always have you know disappointing performances and and, and games where um, you're second best but I think we've we've acquitted ourselves really well like I say you know the the stats really only having lost 19 games suggest that you know we've not l- lost more than we've we've not you know if if you know what I'm saying so um yeah, and we've put on some really good shows. It's been fantastic the amount of fans we've had in, you know, nearly mm. two thousand in today. I think they only brought three hundred, so sixteen hundred people here watching Geisley and um I think the last four or five home games we've had over a thousand, so we've uh, I think we've, we've put on a good show at times and, and hopefully people will come back next year. Some big fixtures with the likes of York coming down and uh, obviously Tramir have stayed in it and we'll see what happens in the playoffs as well. So uh, brilliant to be involved in, look forward to it, better equipped to to improve next
0: year yeah, I was just going to mention about the number of fans and you've touched on it there And you know where where can we go from here if the fan base is growing 1600 like you say today and
2: Guiseley fans 1600 yeah. Guysly fans in this ground you know where can we take this next hopefully they come back their first game of, <laughs> of next season it's um, certainly seen a good advert for, for the football on, on offer 4-3 win and you know staying up on the last day it certainly would have been one for the neutral to enjoy Um yeah, it's, it's, it's part of it to build a club and keep it going in, in the right right direction. So, you know, we've had last week as well, you know, taking over 100 fans to a game in London for, for a league game just shows, you know, how how far we've come. I know Daddy talks about when he first came, there are hardly that many came to, to home games. So, you know, for us to be in that position, um, again, I think we've been good value for money for, for people coming to watch us on, on, on the whole. Um, the spot has been brilliant. I think, you know, some of you... That spell January, February, where we're away every week, and, and we get followed to Dover and uh, Kidderminster and, and places like that. It, it, fantastic following. I'm sure they'll all be in the bar, and you know, on behalf of myself and, and the whole squad, I'd like to thank them, uh, especially for the way they've followed us and, and you know, made themselves heard at Eastleigh and places like that. You know, it's uh, it's been much appreciated, and uh, I'm glad that we've been able to reward them with you know, some more trips to to, to those places again next year. what well, has been the hardest part of the season. Um, Braintree was obviously a low point. You know, thinking have we done the right thing for, for the club as a, as a whole. Um, looking back, I still think it, it was you know one of those. no why we made the decision? We made it honestly, and um, whether it was right or wrong, that's for other people to decide. I've had a lot of support actually from managers and referees. In fact, about the decision we made that day. While it's a populist view to to say that we were wrong, a lot of people actually think that we were that we were right in what we did. Uh, Gates at away was a real low point for us uh, you know, we were poor that day and, uh, but the way we bounced back a week afterwards at Grimsby was a real plus and, and you know, gave, gave us a belief that we could more than compete with the best sides in this league and, and get results in order to stay up so it's been ups, ups and downs, and even in promotion season you have ups and downs mm. so if we're going to be back battling the bottom half of this league we're going to have a few downs and you know, we have had those but what we've managed to do is bounce back from them quite well um, whether it be with good performances and draws against good sides or wins, so um, yeah, it's a lot of reflecting will be done over the next few days, and obviously decisions for next season. And, and you know, hopefully the club want me to be a part of that, and, and we'll look forward to it. And just I finally I was going to say, obviously today is going to be a high point. What else has been on the on the top
0: side for you this season?
2: I, I like the way we we sort of came back against Grimsby. I think that first night here on the Tuesday against Ulsterham, the first conference game, was a real buzz. You know, the excitement of it all and and, and getting the win. Um, performance-wise, you know, down at Walking, I thought we were terrific that day. The performance was really, really good. Um, Braintree as well, a really good performance down there away from home. Going to some of these away places where you're not expected to win and and getting results has has been good. But there's been there's been plenty of, you know, I've walked away on, on more times than not. You know, really proud of the lads and their efforts, whether they've won, lost or drawn. It's not. I've been in relegated teams before, and I've been in teams that've been battling down the bottom, and it's not felt like that. We've not. had those occasions where we've been you know, you question the lads' attitudes and you know, I've been in dressing rooms where there's been some real bad eggs in there that that have contributed to really poor seasons, I don't think we've had that, I think we've had a real honest group uh, that have given everything that they've got and, and ultimately today's got, got to be the high point, that relief and euphoria at the end that, that we've, we've got ourselves safe Right, finally, you've got beer in your hand how are you going to celebrate tonight? I think going to bar with the supporters, you know, we've um, finished seasons away from home in the last couple of years, so I'm getting there with the supporters and have a few beers and you know have a chat about the, the highs and the lows as you, as you do, and um, and yeah, just 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 be relieved that that weight's off the shoulders for for now, and um, probably wake up with a little hangover in the morning and actually <laughs> talk to my wife and kids tomorrow. <laughs> so yeah, we enjoy tonight, but it's. Um, we will be working hard over the next few weeks now to make sure that we're in a position to improve next year Well, congratulations thank you very much
0: so there you have it and what an occasion for the Lions that was in April the 30th 2016 when Geise overcame Torquay United to secure another season in the Vanarama National well help us to ensure that we can keep the club going so there are many more afternoons just like this one you can donate via eventbrite.co.uk Uh, Just look up Guisey AFC. Go to the website to find full details. You can also find it on our Facebook and our Twitter pages. You can, of course, donate directly. Geise AFC, the account number is uh, 31110004, sort code 402228. So that's uh, account 31110004, sort code 402228. Keep smiling. We'll be back and uh, hopefully have plenty more excitement back at Nethermore soon.